Welcome back, everybody, to Big Talk with Big Nate. And I got a special guest with me right here. And I got another guest, possibly two, coming on later on in the show. But I got TJ Albin with me right now. We're going to talk some WandaVision. So, TJ, how What's you doing, my on? friend? I'm all right, man. Hanging in there. Just loving that WandaVision. Loving everything that Marvel's doing right now, brother. Oh, yeah, man. Damn straight. This past episode, episode seven, was whew, it was it was amazing. It was great. It was we finally. Good. Yeah, we finally got that reveal of the villain. We, yeah, I like how they do that at the about. end. Like uh, yeah. they do everything that she's done. I thought it was funny. I thought it was different yeah. kind of reveal. Because I thought it was right. going to be someone. I thought I thought it was going to be someone different. I didn't think it was going to be her at first. But I'm yeah. like, you know what? Wait a minute. It would make sense if it was her. So, yeah. I remember watching so, yeah. that at 3 o'clock in the morning. So I stayed up to watch that oh, yeah, first. yeah, I saw that you texted me yeah. real, real early. Yeah, so I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning because I was doing some editing. Yeah, I was doing some stuff, creating our logo and stuff, working on our for our show, our new show coming out. Marvel's movies um, and more. Let's do it. Yeah, brother, I'm excited. Next month, next month, yeah. let's go. Can't Hell come yeah. any sooner. Can't come. Oh yeah, can't, can't come, come any sooner. So anyway, um, so I was up. I said, you know what, Mar- uh, one division is going to be coming on, so might as well look into it. And I text you, and I'm like, oh shoot, they're doing the office open. They're doing like an office type feel. I like that. Yeah, that was real cool. Kind of like Modern I Family think- too. Yes, yes, it is like Modern Family. Too. I really like that. It's good. It was a good. It was a good show this week. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. A lot of different. A lot of different twists. A lot of different turns in there. I'm excited oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. So yeah, they uh, revealed that Agnes, neighbor Agnes, is actually uh, Agatha Harkness. Who? Yep. If any of you listeners have read comic books, you know Agatha. An interesting thing about Agatha is that she's actually a friend and a mentor to Wanda. I talked about her to one of my in my most recent one division podcast because or, or what am i talking about most recent one division article it was one before them one of the it was one about the villain so that was my that was my second to last one i talk about her because she's a friend to wanda and a mentor yeah. so them see me it's interesting to see if they make her a villain because I, my mom brought this up and this is an interesting point uh what if the hex is just making her think that she's a villain and wanda just just doing that for like the sake of the show kind of the thing where like they said that Agatha all along and whatnot and whatnot. What if in the real world out of the hex, Agatha is just some r- random person that has magic powers. The hex brought her in and she's the villain. And then she's not actually a villain in real life. That's, that's interesting, but I don't know about that. It because would be oh, I said, it would be interesting to yeah. kind of see, because I know you were going through the many different opportunities, not, not different opportunities, but different villains that could be playing in this role. Yeah. And to kind of see her out of nowhere come into it was really like for me it was kind of like okay this yeah. is so like like you brought up before like you with your articles you brought up the many different possibilities of these different villains it's really interesting to see who they actually went with now like we brought up before like I brought up before it's all about the end game of this how will this play a role into the next movies how will this play a role into the next uh, episodes next two episodes. Yeah. We still have two other episodes coming out, and I'm excited for that, dude. It's it's oh, yeah, very man. interesting. Plus, we find out uh, how the brother came back, mm. how everything has come to be, and how she's even playing mind uh, like different. What's the word? Different um, hexes on like with Vision, like how she played yeah. Vision, like saying like how Vision he's like kind of uh, reading their mind, opening their minds up from the control. She even played a great role in that. She's a great actor obviously she's an actor but in the show she's playing as a uh, a great actor of this yeah. 
like um this event yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah it's going it's going really good for her i like i like where it's going yeah i thought all along that agnes was actually going to be agatha harkness i just didn't think she'd be the villain so that's interesting another reason why i think she actually could be the a bad guy in real life like out of the hex and whatnot that she's actually evil is that ma- most uh people that haven't read comics probably just saw it off as just some random thing but did you see that book that was kind of glowing in her little dungeon kind of place yeah, I was actually curious to what that was. Like, I saw the bookshelf, yeah. I saw the book, and I saw everything. I thought of uh, one of your uh, one of the villains that you brought up. Um, mm-hmm. What's his name? Starts with an M. Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto. Thank you, Mephisto. Yeah. I was thinking of Mephisto because I seen all that in there. I'm like, is this Mephisto finally? Yeah. Are we actually seeing him, yeah. but then we see her. It's kind of it's kind of nuts, and then we see <laughs> that little uh, that little number that she does. In the yeah. End. <laughs> yeah, and that's and it's interesting because that that book. Myself and a lot of people that have read comics are thinking that it's a book called The Darkhold, which is like yep. the it's called the Book of Sins, and it's used to make monsters and whatnot. It's pretty uh it's pretty cool. And if you remember in Doctor Strange, when he was looking at the books, there was a book that was missing, and he asked Wong about it, and the Wong and Wong kind of brushed it off. But I think it's the book that was missing, and I think that's how it leads directly into Do- the Doctor Strange movie. Is this book being back on the radar and whatnot? He's going to want to get his hands on it. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. And also the book, if it is the Dark Hold, it draws um, power from the Dark Dimension, which is ruled by Dormammu. The, Dormammu, the big the big, uh, the big, big floating head guy from uh, the first Doctor Strange movie. Remember him, Dormammu? I'm trying to remember. Doctor Strange kept saying, let's make a deal. I'm here to bargain. Dude, I'm not even kidding you. So it's like, I've, I haven't watched... So at the beginning of the pandemic, I was watching all the Marvel movies. And I remember, I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember this. Like, I don't remember it specifically. I really, oh my God. Killing me. Still a good man. (sighs) Still a good man. So let me ask you this. Do you think this villainous character, do you think this does play a role into the new Doctor Strange? Do you think that they're going to carry this over to that movie? Maybe not necessarily her, but I think, well, yeah, yeah, I think, I think she does in a way uh especially if she's maybe working for somebody else like if she's mm-hmm. like working for mephisto or another guy that i've been thinking was the main villain since before the show started nightmare who's reportedly the main okay. villain of the second doctor strange movie uh and I, I think she'll definitely have a tie-in to that seeing that she has magic and whatnot she has that she has a book uh her dungeon looked a little little weird and whatnot i think she's i think she'll definitely play play a part and another thing too that i wanted to talk about uh you know how wanda she got her powers from the from that red infinity stone yeah agatha and, oh, oh and you know how when wanda uses her magic it's like all red yeah she has purple right yeah agatha's is, is it's purple so a lot of people are saying what if she got her power from that other stone and maybe that's a little little tie-in or something to what that. was the That'd be interesting. what was the purple stone I think it was power it was the one from the first avengers uh the first guardians of the galaxy movie that's right. That's right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely uh, the show's starting to pick up a little bit. It's going to be interesting to see where they go for the last two episodes. The next episode is reportedly forty-seven minutes long, which would make it the longest. So hopefully that's the case. It's going to be interesting. Doing these long, like long shows, and doing the six hours versus the movies. I think it's. I know. I think I've said it before. The movies make sense, but I think the series do a lot of justice for the show too. Oh yeah. I think it does a lot of justice. Like take. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out, right? Mm-hmm. You have two guys, and I've said this before, that are, I'll be honest, they're not at that level yet, I feel, to have their own movie. But yeah, doing this show, I think, will bring it up. 
for them to later on get something like that, or if anything, get a spinoff of the show or to add more to the show. But it's it's all it's all up in the air. At the end of the day, Marvel has you know that formula, that plan that they have. They go through these different phases. We might see it, we might not see it. So Marvel always changes. It's always about what makes sense now versus what makes sense later. Yeah, it's gonna be really really cool to see where they go with this show as it ends, going into uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. This comes out in under a month. It's exciting times that we live in, big man. It's exciting times. And we'll be talking about that our first show. For sure, for sure. We'll be talking so, about that on our first show, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be the, that'll be the big part of it. So we got an, another guest that's waiting to enter the Zoom call. So let's go over to him. It is uh, Big Petey Alves. Peter, is that you? Nice. Oh, there he is. Ugh. Welcome that's to the show, like Peter. That. This is a good man. Another good man from Massachusetts, Peter Alves. Uh, How you doing? What's up, Nate? How's it going? Peter. Much. Oh, TJ's here, too. So Peter, TJ and I were just talking about WandaVision. Do you watch WandaVision, Peter? Do not watch that. Don't watch WandaVision. Have you no seen idea. any of the Marvel movies? I have no idea what that is. No, I've seen Marvel movies. Okay, good man, good man. The, the real question is, do you out? have Disney Plus? No. Oh, does, does your girlfriend, girlfriend have Disney, have Plus? Disney no. Plus? No. Ah, uh, I don't even steal uh, it. From uh, no. Oh my God, Peter. No what are you doing, no Nate? Anything like you that? You know, Nate Sorry. before the call. You know, Nate before the call was telling me he was going to give you his his uh, his Disney Plus logins. I swear, that's what he said, big kid. Oh, that'd be awesome. I swear that's yeah. what that, that's what you said, right, Nate? You said that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just don't have any. <laughs> well, you know what I just did, Peter. Recently, we we got a new cable plan, and that would that gave us uh, a deal for a Disney Plus, HBO Max. Uh, what am I talking about? Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. I should actually do that because I have Hulu. Deal. I have ESPN. I Plus. think it's Verizon that's doing that. I think it's Verizon. It's I don't Verizon. know. I don't know. I'm just a local guy that used yeah, to work Verizon. at a, a wireless dealer. It might be Verizon. No free ads. One of the things I, really, I want to talk about since spring training for baseball started last week, let's talk about a little baseball. So, Peter, have you heard about this news about the about the Seattle Mariners? Yeah, their CEO president just got has stepped down, actually, right? Yeah, he just resigned, uh, Kevin Mather. So people listening don't know about the whole thing. So apparently earlier in the month, he was at some, I don't know, some lodge meeting or something. It was some weird uh, I don't even know what it is. It was at some press, not even a press conference, like some meeting about a, with a bunch of rich people or something like that. I don't know what it is, but he, yeah, he, he said was, some bad comments, right? Yeah. It's just a bad no. comments. He said uh, about how he named actually two of their prospects uh, who don't speak English well. And he was making fun of it saying how, Oh, a lot of these guys can't speak any English. It's terrible. That's uh, terrible. It just I'm looking amazed. at the article right now, too. Oh, yeah, he's... <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty bad. So a lot of people were speaking out about that, rightfully so. A lot of players and whatnot, a lot of people were pretty pissed. He steps down today or he resigned, so that's, uh, I saw that coming. Right, but, yeah, it's uh, a little weird. Matter, the Mariners suck anyway. Oh, yeah, they, they, they've, they've, they haven't been relevant to the sport since since Ichiro left. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they had King Felix for a little while, and he was nothing. Ken Griffey Jr., of course. Randy Johnson, bad team right there, Petey. Bad team right there. Let's go to your guys, the Red Sox. What do you guys think about the Red Sox? Spring uh, training starts. What, what's your guys' early, way too early, but maybe not too early takes about the Red Sox? Terrible. Should be what? ashamed of themselves. You got one of the best shortstops in the league. Yeah, no, Raphael Devers, who's a good man. Yeah, look at the outfield. 
How do you go from Bradley Betts, Ben Penny to Hunter Renfro, Alex Verdugo? And he's just pissed that JBJ still on the team. No, he's not, but he'll get signed eventually. I think you guys are going to sign him. Yeah, I know. We will. And I'll piss Talks in Milwaukee, but I don't think he'd want to go to Milwaukee. No, I'll be the center fielder. Watch. Besides, besides Dylan's Packers, what what else does Wisconsin have besides cheese? The box. Oh, yeah, they do have Giannis and Christian Yelich. Yeah, I just don't have faith in them. They're probably going to become third. Blue Jays are really good. Up and coming team. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I think you guys will be around 500, but I, I don't think you guys are going to be as bad as a lot of people say. Well, we're not going to be bad, but I just yeah. have no expectations. Yeah, probably just probably not a playoff team. No. Unless they do the – are they doing the expanded playoff thing? I think it was agreed to in that new deal that was offered by the MLB. I thought it was questionable still. Yeah, I don't I – don't All right, if it's not – Happening or not yet. Definitely have no shot. Yeah. Definitely have no shot. Yeah, you do a better shot though than the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, they have a zero percent chance. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 I'd say the Orioles are the worst franchise in the history of sports, but that's that's just me. The worst. Wow. They haven't had a pitcher since Mike Mussina. Before that, they didn't have a pitcher since the seventies. They've had stars though. Manny Machado. He wanted out, and they traded him. Yeah. Have Have you been following uh, Trevor Bauer on Twitter? Oh yeah, you clown your guy. Yeah, he's been trying to he's been trying to clown Strowman and Syndergaard, and then they just fire right back at him. But yeah, Bauer though, what, how do you think he would have fared in New York? I don't know because he's pretty salty on social media, yeah. so I don't think he could handle the heat. But he's got to handle the LA heat. Yeah, it's not Cincinnati anymore. That's true. Yeah, it's not Cincinnati. It's not Cleveland before that. It's not Arizona before that. But he's gonna be buried in the weeds. There's so many superstars in the Dodgers. Oh yeah, so maybe he won't have that much attention. Yeah, and I. I for for years, I've been saying Trevor Bauer is overrated. I I don't see why he was he was given forty million. It doesn't matter. He can be their fifth starter. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Stacked Bueller Price. Yeah, uh, Kershaw Rio. TJ, what do you think? Yeah, are, are you much? Are, do you follow Trevor Bauer much? Do you know about Trevor Bauer? Not much, man. I'll be honest. The only thing I focus on is my Red Sox and uh my autographs as much as possible my values and, and my autographs and <laughs> steve cone, of course and steve cone and steve cone for you big nate good, I man, like good man no so i mean for trevor I, I think we we talked about last show we talked about with trevor like how yeah. he's using the mets to get signed with the dodgers to offer more money correct me if i'm wrong on that that's true all right so that like i mean he's a smart businessman yeah think about it that way he's a smart businessman he's using one to get another right yeah i mean it's what it is it's what it is with him if he thinks that he can go out there and compete with these uh, with the dodgers and get himself a ring as they are coming off this year with a i mean last year with a ring do you think they can duplicate that going into 2021 i don't think they will i think i have hope for my red Sox, peter i have hope why i have hope i have that i have that hope you know that I've always had that. I always say it. And I say it every year. What do I tell you every year? This is the year. This is the year. This is it. This is the year. For the year I did say that last year while I was at Nesson. So, yes. So, you're the jinx? No, I'm not the jinx. Ooh. I say it every year. Every year I say it. I say it every year. I try to. I think Peter is now saying that you now have to say that the Red Sox are going to suck. So then, they'll, so, then they'll be great. That's right. So. Are you going to do it? Yeah, TJ. What do you think, TJ? You going to do it, TJ? What was the question? I'm sorry, you guys got you guys cut out for a second. What'd you say? What was the question? I said I, I said I think TJ is waiting for you to say that the Red Sox are gonna suck, so then they'll be great. 
I'll say the Texas Rangers will suck this year. I'll say that. That's true. That's true. It's very true. Beautiful <laughs> bar park out there, though, in Arlington. It was really nice. It was a really nice ballpark. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't go to that one. I went to the old one. Oh, yeah, the crazy. old one, yeah. Yeah, so I went to the last uh, last few games for them over there at the old Arlington Park. Nice. Really nice stadium, really good setup right next to AT&T. I'll tell you, dude, they get they 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 have a loyal fan base down there. It's really nice and best there's no bad seat in that stadium. In both stadiums, yeah. I've seen both of them. They're really nice, no bad seat anywhere. Oh wow. I remember last, so the last when I went to Arlington, they had like a commemorative ball that had the uh, the logo for the final season. Everybody was fighting for it in the stands. <laughs> Everybody was fighting for it in the stands. I'm not kidding. So the umpires at the end of the game, so I'm like two rows back from home plate, and yeah. I'm waiting for the umpire to come around, and I see everybody crowding the Dodgers. Not Dodgers. Why did I say Dodgers? It was uh, Detroit's um, dugout, and the umpires are going that way. They're throwing the balls up, and one guy gets into an argument. He, he, you can tell he's intoxicated. Oh, yeah. And he's like, He's like, yo, man, with this F you. And his kid, right? His kid, I'm not kidding you, a little smaller than PJ, is pushing his dad. He's like, dad, let's go. Dad, come on, don't make a scene. Let's go. And the guy that's drunk is going like, I love your son. I love your son. He has more common sense. Wow. I'm not getting into fights. He comes back over with his video camera. He points at his face. He's like, what's your name? What's your name? I want your name. I want your name. I want to put it on you. Like, I'm like, are you, sh- are, you, are you kidding me? This is how people act at a game now for a ball. And I go to the stand. So I go to the uh, merchandise stand and I see like, um, I see this whole table full of balls from the day before. Cause they don't give out the balls anymore. They don't just throw them out there. They keep them and sell them. Mm. They're selling them for like a hundred bucks with wow. the, with the seal on it, with that little stamp of seal of approval, like with all that, it's selling for like a hundred bucks game use balls. And I'm like, like, it's all about making that buck. It's like, that's crazy. Yeah. I said, yeah. I ain't spending 50 bucks. I ain't spending $100 on a ball like that. No, thank you. Yeah. Including an autograph, maybe. Oh, would it's you look a- at that? We had another guest waiting to come in. Jason oh. Pombo. Peter's other half to his uh, great, outstanding show. All right, no, no that's not great. I'm that. a mush. Peter, you're, Peter you're, you're, you're really starting to start to, start to crack wise, my friend. So does this mean we have, to start talk, we have to stop talking bad about Pombo now? Do we have to stop? Because I was making fun of him before. Yeah, everybody, everybody, stop your smack talk about Pombo. So, Nate, any anything before I believe? Here's one for you, Peter. Here's one for you. Give me your take on the Mets. How do you think my Mets are going to be? How do you think they're going to be, Peter? Walkie rears. Like I said on the Bo Sox Bombers, the best trio on the Daily Goat. <clears throat> but best trio on the Daily Goat. But I I'm being Mets, casual here, PJ. Hey, I'm being casual here. Hey, I'm talking about the Mets now. You sh. You sh. About the best so, trio. I'm talking about the Mets. So yeah, the Mets, yeah, yeah. I said that they're going to win the NL East, but I think they're going to fall out of expectations. I think they're going to be overhyped because of the Mets. I don't think they'll ever stay healthy. I'm sorry, Nate. You're still sorry. a good man, Peter. I'll take that NL East championship, though. I'll take it. But I, whatever number they're going to come in on for the win totals, and we're going to bet the under, I think they're going to be overhyped like the Phillies was when they signed Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper and Lindor are two different players, big kid. Bryce Harper I know, is the but overrated player in the sport. You just got to stay healthy. and it just... uh, Don't hate me. I'll, I'll take the NLE's title, though, Peter. Don't love you. Ah, PJ is what it is for me. So, Pombo, we got now another guest, Jason That's Pombo, true. the legendary man from Somerset, Mass. How are you, big kid? How are you? Good. How are you doing, Nate? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. 
TJ just talked a little bit of smack about you, but I told him to end it as soon as he joined. Is that uh, a Baby Yoda Funko Pop? Yes, it is. Wow. Yes, it is. Big hit. Yes, it hey, is. Before I go, people are going to get sick of me. When is this coming out? When does this come out? Yeah. We got on Wednesday. Oh, people are going to get sick of me. Both socks. So, yeah, everyone's going to get sick of me. Both socks going to come out on Tuesday. This is going to come out on Wednesday. And we're Thursday. Picks more the merrier, Peter. The more the merrier. Gonna have to, yeah, I should rip through them. Everybody. So TJ and I talked a little bit about WandaVision. Good man Peter came in talking a little bit of baseball. Pombo. With spring training going on and whatnot, Peter gave me his take. He thinks that they're going to suck. TJ thinks that they're going to be amazing. What's your take on the Red Sox? So I think I'm going to go between Peter and TJ. Uh, between... Um, I think they're going to fight for a playoff berth. I think they're going to hover around 85 to 80. I'm going to say 84 to 86 wins. Uh, if you want to look at the AL, I think the AL is a lot weaker than the NL. If you want to break it down that way, bye, Peter. Before you leave, Peter, Peter's got to go. Peter, Are you at no, work? No. Oh. No, I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't going to interrupt the recording thing. Peter, you're a good man. Thank you for being on, big kid. So, Pombo, back to it. What do you think, big kid? What do you think? So I think the Red Sox are going to hover between 84 and 86 wins. Uh, Nate, so if you look at the AL compared to the NL, right, I personally believe the AL is a weaker um, conference than the NL. I mean, look, all right, let's look at the AL. Take a look. So you get the Yankees, right? I think they're head and shoulders the best team in the AL, right? I think we probably can both agree on that, I think. No, no. I I, I said I, you, you say Minnesota? I, no, I think Chicago. the White Sox are closer than people think. Okay, so I think they're I think they're more of a complete team than the Yankees. You really think the White Sox can end uh, with a better record and stuff? Really? Okay, I don't see that personally. All right, so look, how would you? All right, this is how I would rank the top three teams in the AL. I personally have the Yankees at number one. Then that number two and three range, I think you could argue you make a case for Minnesota or Chicago. I'm a little worried about Chicago here. I wonder how Tony Larusa is going to do. Obviously, his first time managing in over ten years or whatever it is. Uh, Minnesota, we thought they were going to take that jump. They didn't take that jump. So I guess we're going to see how that's going to shake out. But other than those three teams, you look at Houston, they lost Springer in the offseason. Dusty Baker ended up getting a lot out of that squad last year. Uh, will yeah. they be able to really replicate what they did last year? They went further than I anticipated. And who would you put after uh, those three? You put Blue Toronto? Jay. Okay, so I, I, I want to see it. I want to see it first. Yeah. If I were to rank top three in the in the in the AL, I would say Yankees one, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if the White Sox are better. And I think that they're it, it, it's not as big a gap as most people think. So Yankees one, I'd have White Sox two. I would have Blue Jays three. I would. Yeah. They they had that great lineup last year. Now they add in Springer. They still have a pretty good. They have a pretty good rotation. They have a couple young prospects coming up that weren't there last year. All right. So who's I, your, I, your, what about four and five in the AL? Four five, I I'd go Minnesota four, and five I would probably go Oakland. Okay, what about six? Six, I'd go. Could you make the case that the Red Sox can have a better year than Oakland? I like Oakland a lot this year too. I think they're one of those under the radar teams. Personally, yeah. you've always been an under the radar team. Yeah, Oakland. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I could see the a, I could see the Red Sox being better than could the. Could you A's, see the Red Sox being? I don't, I don't know. Happen. Could you see them between four, five, and six in the AL? Let's say let's Nate. Let's say if everything goes right, which I don't think everything's going to yeah. go right. Let's say in a perfect world, Chris Sale comes back end of June and he looks like Chris Sale. Mm-hmm. Corrado Rodriguez can stay healthy. Nate Avaldi can stay healthy. Obviously, those are big question marks, right? 
Right? Big question marks. Uh, Alex Verdugo continues his growth and development. Uh, Xander Bogarts continues to be Xander Bogarts. Raphael Devers takes also another step in his development. The bullpen is better this year than last year. I like the addition of Adam Ottavino. And I think the rotation is better than last year, too. I think, I mean, again, like I just mentioned, Avaldi, hopefully he's healthy now. Erod healthy. I want to see what's going to happen with Garrett Richards and Pavetta. Yeah. Uh, they have this kid, Tanner Howick, uh, if you know who he is. Hmm. He pitched a little bit last year. He uh, came out of the pen a little bit, got a few starts. I'm uh, intrigued by him. I don't know. I think this Red Sox team is going to fight for a playoff spot. I don't think they're going to end up getting one, but I think they're going to be one of those teams that will get eliminated in the last week of the season. Like, I, I don't think they're going to bottom out. Yeah. I don't know if you think that, but I don't think they're going to be atrocious. I'll be honest with you. You're probably not going to like this, but this is just how I see it. You think they're going to bottom out? Every year, that's exactly what I'd be saying about, saying about the Mets going into a season. And you know just how that would work out. All of these ifs, if everything clicks, if everyone stays healthy – the Mets never did besides 2015. So I, I, but then again, it's the Red Sox and they seem to have this thing where they're great one year and then three years later, they're then great again. And obviously the core impact too, but yeah. And core is there. You don't have a real manager. You don't, like so I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think that you'll be there until like the final game or two of the season, but I, I don't think you're going to have everyone clicking and then being like some, yeah, it's, it's obviously a lot of big playoff ifs. team. No, it's, but, it's big ifs. Sale yeah. might come back and he's not healthy, right? Or he might yeah. not come back later than anticipated. Avaldi, he can never stay healthy. That's a big if. The bullpen could unravel. Verdugo may take a step back. Devers might take a step back. I, I, who knows? But I just think if they were in the NL, Nate, I'd be with you and I'd say, get the hell out of here. No shot. Yeah. But with them being the AL, I think they can fight for a second wild card spot. I really do. Yeah. But like, again, if it was the NL, I think that's a different story because I. Probably when you back. when you look yes I'm back I'm sorry All when right. you look at the NL obviously you have San Diego the Dodgers in my opinion they're the two heavyweights then you have the second tier which is in my opinion the Mets and the Cardinals I really like the Cardinals this year personally like I I love the addition yeah. of Nolan Arenado I think they're gonna be a really good team in Atlanta again you might have your opinions on Atlanta but they're no slouch they're gonna be in there contending that's what I wanted to ask you would you have them as a second tier team or like a top tier top three team in the in the National League. If I had to rank the National League, I would say the Dodgers won, the Padres two, the Mets and the I'll go Mets three, Cardinals four, Braves five. Good man. But three, four, and five, in my opinion, they could go. Oh yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I think it's going to come down to. Who knows? Maybe the Mets won 120 games. I, I don't think so. But I doubt it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... I'll tell you what, I think the Mets are in. They got to stay healthy. All I right. think that's foremost the most important attribute for their season because I, I I think Atlanta will be pretty good. I think Philadelphia will be pretty better this year than they were than last. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to see on that element. Uh, then you look at, like I mentioned, the Cardinals before. I think Chicago is going to go down a little bit. I don't see much out of Chicago. Uh, Milwaukee, I guess we're going to see. They have uh, supposedly have some interest in Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anything will get done with that, but there's something there. But I think the NL is in three tiers. In the Mets, in my opinion, are the tier two. And you look at the Marlins, what do they have? I don't, I don't see much. I don't know why people say that, oh, every single team in the National League East is going to be amazing. I see three. Mets, yeah, Braves, I, I, Nationals. I don't see the I, Phillies. I just don't see them as a playoff team. But they could they, they, they could weasel their way in. I, I, I wouldn't just, be surprised if they weasel yeah. their way in. But, no, Miami, I think it was a cool story last year. But it was. I think it's more fluky than anything else. Obviously, the season – 
uh, was a little odd in terms of there were seven inning double headers being played. Uh, things got weird with COVID. They caught a few breaks, but then you got to remember they also caught a lot of COVID. Remember they were the first did, team yeah. to really uh, first team at sports. I think they had like sixty different players on their active roster throughout the whole season. It was it was it was, it was a, a nice story. Yeah. It was a nice story, but I don't think it's gonna. Last. I don't. No, I don't think it's gonna last. I think I'm not gonna tell you who my who's gonna win the division because I gotta save that for Pombo and Peter's picks. But <laughs> well, uh, I was just gonna ask you guys about our division picks. All right, you know what, Nate? I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Do it. Oh, right, he's so being generous. What, what division are we talk? Are you saying so throughout the board? Let's start American League East. I'll go right. first, then Pombo, then the legendary man himself. Best for last, TJ. Is TJ gonna spin a wheel to figure it out? Maybe. Wheel of. Yeah. yeah, and you're funny. <laughs> you're a funny man, Jay. You're a funny man. All right, Nate, who you got? Oh, man, American League East. I'm gonna say the Yankees. I agree with you. I'm gonna go with the Yankees. Okay. Oh, uh, here we go. Gonna say Red Sox. Oh, gosh. Next. Ah. Uh, anyway, American League Central. Uh, White Sox. I want to pick the Twins. I want to, but I'm gonna pick the White Sox. There's TJ. Is he gonna say the Royals? No, I'll say so- White Sox. Okay. Now American League West. I will say the A's. Nate, I like that pick. I really do. And you know what? I'm going to back you on that. I'm going to go Good Oakland. Man. Good man. I mean, they just got my boy Elvis over there. From, yeah. From they just Elvis got Elvis Sanders. Andrews, I love, yeah. I love Elvis Sanders. And they just He's added so a, good, dude. They added a couple guys in the pen. They added... um. Yeah, Rosenthal. Yep. Yeah. They, yep. Paying when I was in Texas. Million. Yeah. When I was in Texas, that was that was it. Out, like with oh, Elvis. Sanders, right? oh, he was so good. He's big. He was big in Texas. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, dude. Yeah. So you yeah. picking the Rangers, TJ? <laughs> no, I'm picking uh, Oakland. Now Hold let's on. do our two wild card teams. My number one wild card team, I will say the Blue Jays, and number two, I will say the Astros. Houston, Houston, and Minnesota. I forgot about the Twins. Blue Jays, Twins. I'll go Houston and Tor- uh, I'll go Toronto as well. Okay. On that one. Now let's do National League East. Mets. You sure about that? No, really, Nate. Just man. just because I'm on your show, I'm going to double down on that. Good man. Hold on. Put on, on, put on your show. show. What will you say? You'll have to listen to find out. He's going to say Braves now, won't he? <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I agree with you. I'm going to go Mets here. Good man. Good man. You know what? We're going to go Washington. I'm just going to say Washington just because. Wow. Right now. Okay. Just to, just to piss you off, Nate. I just want to piss you. Okay. Actually, you know what? Oh, what would we? Uh... Nah, yeah, I'll go Washington. I'll stick Washington. Wow. Some nasty jokes. So you think the Mets or the Braves will be the third best team in that division? Mets going a wild card. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, TJ, you're still a good man, but you are going nuts. You're going nuts. Next division. Ah, National League with House Money. That's all I imagine. I'm playing with House yeah. Money. It's all right. National League Central, I say the Cardinals. I agree with you. Cardinals. Cards. Okay. National League West. Uh, I'm going to say Padres. I'm going to go Dodgers. Oof. Because Padres are getting stacked now recently. Oh, yeah. And they just yeah. re-signed Tatis. Yeah. Uh, they added some. Yeah. They added some pieces here. Yeah. Hey, Song Kim, a guy that everyone's forgetting about for second base. They got Blake Snell and you, Darvish. Yep. I'm going to go pods. Yeah, I'm going to go pods on that one. 
now the two wild card teams. My number one, I will say the Braves, and number two, I will say no. Number one, I'll say the Dodgers. Number two, I'll say the Braves. I'm gonna go Padres one, Braves two, Dodgers Mets. Good man. You don't have a you don't, you don't have the Braves being a playoff team, so I do respect that, TJ. So you wanted to offend me, but I and in fact, I actually love your take the most. So you're still a good man. Thank you, Nate. Goddamn legend. Ah. Now let's go to the National League Championships. Now let's do that one for last. American League Championship Series. I'm going to say it'll end up being... Are you guys ready for this one? Justin's Yankees are going to screw up again because it's the Yankees and they've been crap since 2010. Uh, you can, everyone can at me on that. Uh, my I mean, two... They, they uh, have been in the playoffs consistently, but... What? They have been in the playoffs pretty consistently, but... Yeah. Yeah. But if every year going into that, everyone said, oh, best team in the league. Yankees blow. And you know it, Pom, but you're a Red Sox fan. So you should know more than me. <laughs> so the American League Championship Series, I will say it will be White Sox over the Blue Jays. Wow. Mic drop. Interesting. Ready for mine here? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're you're sorry good. I'm going to do this to you. But I'm going to go with the Yankees over I'm gonna go Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota finally got in there. I'd I'd respect. Keep riding it. I'm sorry. Let me guess. TJ has the Red Sox over the Yankees. Well, the Red Sox are in there for one. It's gonna be Red Sox Houston. Red Sox over Houston. Okay, okay. Alex Cora gets the beat up on his former team that cost him his job. Now he's he already, back. He already did that. Yeah. Do it again. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm just kind of just shooting to shit. I'm just shooting the shit here. Stand by it. Stand by it. Now let's go to the National man. League. Mets got eliminated first round. That's all I got to say. You're cracking wise, TJ. I'm going to say <laughs> it'll be the Padres over the Mets. Dodgers over Padres. Actually, cool. you know what, Nate? I don't even think that can... Oh, I don't even know if I can do that because... In my opinion, the Dodgers are going to have the most wins in the league. I have the Padres as a wild card team. So I'm going to have to alter some things. Yeah, they probably face each other in the first You're right. round. Man. You're right. That'd be real funny, though. It's a big heavy hitter. It's those two in the first round. Okay. Mets, Dodgers. Good man. You have Dodgers over the Mets? Yes. All right. I'll do Pods and, oh, God, who did I, who did I name off? Uh, I'll say I'll say Washington, just, just to kind of just say Washington at this point. Okay. okay. Better that than Atlanta. For the Yankees. <laughs> World Series, I'm going to say it is going to be. You guys ready for this? Ready. Yeah, I'm here. It'd be the craziest in terms of no one thought that these two teams would be in the World Series, let alone facing each other. I'm going to say Padres over the White Sox. Dodgers over Yankees. Pods all the way. I'll say Pods. Good man. I'll say Pods. Better that than Atlanta. Atlanta's a good place. I despise the Atlanta Braves. They are literally my most hated team in sports. I, I know, obviously, the in-division thing, but I thought Philly was the worst for you. No, 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 no. Braves fans are insufferable. I don't even know one Braves fan. Chipper Jones, Twitter. Chipper Jones, just everything he did with against the Mets, he named his kid Shea. 
He named his stupid son Shea after Shea Stadium, the old Met Stadium. Well, because he, he had, his, he had his way there. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Disrespect, though, to hell with him. Uh, that know, man is a smart man. That's all, all these is. guys, all these losers throughout the years. Ozzy Albies, the new one. I hate Ozzy Albies. Atlanta Braves. I I just I can't stand them. They're stupid tomahawk chop. Where they would go, oh, 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 oh. I won't say what that sounds like, but you guys knowing me, you guys kn- will know what I would say that that sounds like. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I doing it. Here's the funniest thing. What was that TJ? You just doing it right now is just the funniest thing of my. That just made my day. You don't Which understand. Made that that made made a liner. It's Clay. Somebody call uh, Clay. Have him make a liner. Or, or uh, Brophy. Shout out to WMLN. A few weeks He's later. Still there? No. <laughs> TJ, did you ever meet Brophy? Um. Ben oh Brophy. no, I did. No, I did. I did. It was a good. And a couple times. The man's a legend. Okay. The man's yeah. a good man. The man's a Nate, good I man. Get, I get some baseball questions. Do you know? Well, let me ask. Okay, ask me your questions, big kid. Well, what were you going to ask me? Whoa. Ask oh, I'm sorry. Uh, AL MVP. AL MVP? Or am I putting you on the spot? No, you're not putting me on the spot. I got an easy pick for you. Ready for this one? I'm listening. I'm kidding. It's not, it's not an easy pick, actually. It's actually okay. pretty tough. <laughs> I will say, I want to say my boy Tim Anderson of the White Sox. They're shortstop, but I don't see it happening. Uh, I'm going to go with it's, – it's tough. Trout's the easy pick, but I, I don't want to go with him. I'm going to go with – I want to say Vlad Jr., but I don't, I don't know about that. Nobody nobody in Oakland got a shot, you think? Matt Chapman could. Matt Olson, that's, maybe. That's one of my under-the-radar candidates, Chapman. I'm going to go with Chapman. I like that. I'm gonna, I like yeah, that. I'm going to go Chapman. Yeah. And they're going to trade him that offseason because his value skyrocket. Literally, the Mets. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, AL Cy Young. AL Cy Young. I'm going to go. That was a little bit easier. I'm going to go with Garrett Cole. Mm, Interesting. I'm surprised by that. I am going to go with. Yeah. You know me. I hate Garrett Cole. Yeah, I know. That's why I was a little surprised. Who was my AL Cy Young pick going to be? Hmm. I mean, Cole's the looks like a heavy favorite here because yeah. Verlander's not going to be healthy, right? To start the year, no. Nope. Uh, Blake Snell's gone. Blake Snell's out of the out of the uh, AL. Yeah, it's AL West. I don't think has any candidate. Hmm. Even the AL Central. Lucas Giolito is a dark horse. I guess I'll go with Garrett Cole too. Yeah, I feel like he's the easiest bet. He's the best pitcher in the AL. I mean, it, yeah. We're having trouble starting to think of a second one. Yeah. Like literally, I don't think there's any, there's no one in the AL West that I think could come close. AL Central. Oh, Shane Bieber. Okay. Yep. Could be him or Shane Bieber. Bieber. I'd say Bieber is the best pitch in the American League. Over, Uh, uh, oh, really? You think so? Over Cole. Yeah. I would. But yeah, I think, I I I think it'll be cool. Okay. Um, NL, let's, uh, let's do NL MVP. You know, I want to say Lindor, but I don't think it's going to be Lindor. Um, I'm gonna. It's tough. I'm gonna go with Tatis Jr. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. Um, then I guess did you go with Ronald Acuna Jr. I think I'm gonna go with Mookie Betts. Okay. You'd be my number two. Nationals. Uh, yep. 
that's the easiest one, Degrom. Actually, no, it's not easy. But I'm gonna go with Degrom though. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not easy, Nate. Um, I want to go. I want to go to L.A. or San Diego. And then you just want to fall back to Degrom. I kind of want to go with Walker Bueller. Kind of. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. I think Degrom's obviously the favorite there, but yeah, you have a lot of good pitching out west. Yeah. Padres now got two guys. It's crazy. And they've got Clevenger next year. Yeah. And they got those. They got that uh, Chris Paddock guy who's decent, the top prospect, Mackenzie Gore. Uh, Lamont, who was there last year, is pretty good. Padres are on the rise. Uh, They are on the rise. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And I think that's going to be a fun rivalry for years to come in baseball. Oh, yeah. Padres, obviously, is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a a three way rivalry. What's the third? Mets. Yeah, see, no, that doesn't. No, it's not really. Yeah, no, yeah. It doesn't constitute because yeah. if it was if they're in the envision, that's one thing. But unless it's like Mets Padres or Mets Dodgers, for like the next decade in the NLCS, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah, I, I unfortunately I don't see that happening either. Yeah. But yeah, it's the, definitely. You think well, the Mets have another move in them this uh, this year? Another big splash. Like this, like this off season. Yeah, or uh, mid or deadline or deadline. Yeah, I. Th- I think, I think it's possible. I, I think it is. If Oakland doesn't really play well by the trade deadline, I could see them maybe want to unload some of their stars to kind of rebuild. The Mets could get Chapman on the deadline. Better, better chance to get dealt. Chapman, Chris Bryant. I would say Chris Bryant. One year left, they're going to want to get something for him. I feel like he'll probably be a Met at the deadline. Really? Uh, you think they, they're going to move at the deadline, huh? I think they are. By then, by the deadline at least. Who else do you think would be a suitor for Bryant? I don't know because it looks he goes into who would want to take on 19 million in salary in the COVID market. He's a free uh, agent at the end of the year, right? Yeah. Um if Justin Turner kind of sucks, but they just gave him 30 million. I don't see yeah, that. I don't see that. Padres, maybe, but I don't know. Hmm. Blue Jays. Yeah, if the Yankees really wanted to go out and just be like, you know what, screw it, it could be the Yankees. Yep. Uh, I think he'll be an interesting storyline this year. Is what's yeah. gonna it's gonna happen with the Cubs? I think that's a lot of a lot of people are kind of ignoring the fact that they're on their way to some real changes. There, obviously, Theo is no longer there. I think yeah. that's a big deal. Uh, Chris Bryant looks like he's on his way out. Pretty mm-hmm. big deal. I don't know. I'm. I think Chicago. Will they Rizzo have... want to stay there, or will Will Javi Baez want to stay? There? He's 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 under he's under contract for only two more years after this year. Yeah, I feel like Javi Baez is a candidate to be like you know how Xander Bogarts is kind of that one withstanding piece with the Red Sox mm. through the through the rebuild and everything else. I could see Javi Baez being like that. Yeah, but I guess we'll see. But that team's interesting to me. Yeah, the Cubs are definitely pretty interesting to see where they go. What team's the most overrated in the MLB? Overrated the MLB? Honestly, well... You're going to say Atlanta. Well, I'm not just saying this because, because of how much, how much I hate them, but I just... I don't like I don't like the Braves pitching. I just don't. Mm-hmm. But I don't, think that the, I, don't think, I don't think that they're the most overrated, though. Most overrated, I would... I would really say it's the Yankees. And I know they're going to probably end up being a top three team, but same with them. 
their pitching. They have Garrett Cole. What do they have after that? They have a guy that into Domingo Herman who beat up a woman who's now still out of playing baseball. Um, who else? Yeah, Luis Severino, they, who's injured every Severino, other year, but he gets hurt all the time. Who did they just add? Tanaka who just add someone? Left. They added Kluber, who hasn't Kluber. pitched well in two years. He didn't even pitch at all last season. Kluber was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, most underrated. Most underrated. You're gonna say Toronto. No. I'm still gonna say White Sox. People aren't really talking much about them. I, I could easily see them being the best team in the American League. I think they're a shoe win to be a playoff team. I think they're probably they could possibly run away with that division. But you're not worried about the Larusa factor at all, huh? I was a little bit, but Tim Anderson said today that I he saw that yeah. in Larusa 110 percent. Another all other players are saying that they really like Larusa. As soon as they met him, they just were blown away by the guy. So they could just be saying that, but I'm taking them for the word. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that huge of a deal, but if he gets another DUI, then maybe it will be a big deal. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I'm just curious to see when you're out of the game for so long. I mean, look at it's taking John Gruden, a different sport, obviously, but look at John Gruden um, first two years back in Vegas or Oakland and Vegas hasn't been ideal. Yeah. Uh, struggled a little bit. Obviously, it's different sports, but I'm trying to think of another cop, somebody to leave the sport for that long and then come back. I can't even think of one. Gruden comes to mind, but yeah. I can't think of another one. But yeah, like with, with with the White Sox, are I think I just think that they're so much of a great team all around that I just think in the regular season the manager won't matter as much. Maybe in the playoffs will really start to tell, especially mm-hmm. if they're knocked out of the first round. But I feel like in the regular season, though, it's not going to be that big of a deal. But in the playoffs, it, it could be a different story. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with that take. I don't know. I put stock into the managing, th- being a manager thing, because it's easy yeah. when the team's playing really well. Uh, but when things go sideways, how does it go? Because that's a real test here. When Obviously, it's not going to be rainbow and sunshine for 162 yeah. games. It's not. And I have, a, it's, I, have a, I have a take for you right here. Yes. I don't think – I think of the three major sports, baseball, basketball, football, I would say the manager, head coach, whatever you want to call it, it's not nearly as important as it is in the NFL or kind of in the NBA, in the MLB. Well, you know – It's obviously big in every sport. Any, any, any head coach or manager is important. But know, I think of the three, it's least important. Emphasis. You know how much you know how much I value coaches and stuff like you. Are, oh, of you, are, you know my whole spiel oh, on that. But I mean, I think in the playoffs anyway, going to the bullpen, selecting the correct arm, I think is important. I mean, you could argue that what happened in Tampa Bay last year cost them the World Series. Yeah, and it's interesting that you bring that up because Lindor today said in his press conference, he said he's worried for the game. Because the analytics, right? Yeah. And analytics is kind of ruining the game. He also said he agrees with me, and he's a shortstop. He said that he hates the shift. He said he said it just makes the game less entertaining and less fun. And he and said again, analytics are great, but it comes to a point where that becomes too much, and it's starting to ruin the game. And I agree we, with him. We talked about it on this podcast before, how every other sport has some sort of offsides. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about that? I, I think it was in this podcast. Yeah. And – um that's absolutely true. And the same should be said about MLB. Obviously, the NBA, you can't have 
<clears throat> more than five players on the court. NFL, you can't go offsides. Hockey, offsides, all that stuff. In baseball, they don't really have an illegal alignment penalty. Yeah, all it really is just nine guys on the field. But you could have five guys in the outfield if you want, six guys in the mm-hmm. outfield if you want. Yep. That could get everyone in the outfield if you want. Yeah, and you've but, well originally we've seen scenarios when like let's say the game winning runner is on third, so they'll bring the outfield in. So you know, like the ball gets by the outfielder game anyway, so you bring them all in. Like you've seen those kind of situations, but I think it might be time for something to do with the shift here. I agree. Yeah, with you. I think if they were just abolish the shift completely, you would see offenses being more fun. I think the game would just be more fun in general. It wouldn't just be a pitching duel. You'd see guys like Ortiz towards his latter part of career hitting more, getting getting on base more and whatnot. Well, I, I don't know if Ortiz is the best example of that, but I feel like nowadays, I mean, you, the three plays in baseball were home run, strikeout, or a walk, right? Yeah. There's no real hitting opposite opposite field, uh, laying down a bunt. Uh, those elements of the game have kind of deteriorated. It's people are swinging out of their shoes, yeah. you know, and it's just different. Yeah. And in baseball, they have all these stats, all these analytics. Like you'll bring out the plus minus to me in the NBA. I'll never understand what that means, but Tyler will bring up some, 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 some kind of stats. And even I'm it's like, fip. what is this? Fifth. Like I still yep. got to look back and see what that even means. No, I, I had FIP drilled into me from Pombo and Milk, and it's basically you know, like, plus? Yeah, I can't speak to that one, but FIP I can speak to. It's basically takes away the fielding, like the fielding errors and stuff. It's like fielding, what? like dependent. <laughs> Again, what? So I'm just telling you what it is. Yeah, the, one thing no, wanna, yeah. the one thing I want to ask you guys, do you like you guys are bringing up the shift? Do you guys feel like that's their way of like shortening the game? Because they always have, like, oh, yeah. they've always had that mentality of, okay, we want to make the game shorter, not longer. Oh, yeah. I think that, that's if an element. Back on to when the shift started, ironically enough, it started around like, well, when it started mainly being important, it was in like 2015, 2014. Yeah. That's right when the MLB was starting to make rules about a pitch clock and trying to shorten the game. Mm-hmm. And I think shortening the game has to be at least said in some conversations because you see these MLB games. Can go as long as four hours, you know, and that's yeah. it's just a long time when it's a home run strikeout or a walk. And I think the entertainment aspect of it uh, could change a little bit. So I think Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, Theo Epstein, Ken Griffey Jr. in the commissioner's office over there now need to really sit down and evaluate options. But the issue with that is I think the Players Association are unwilling to make any any um, moves that would drastically affect the game yeah it was interesting that Lindor was talking about it today because he is he's he's not the only one there's been a multitude oh yeah David Ortiz said a similar comment last week of course Uh, Ortiz is I think boys with Lindor too so I think that goes hand in hand Uh, there's been a couple others too that have had similar comments well I mean it was interesting that Lindor did it because he has a vocal kind of say in the Players Association and Trout today said that he talks to Tony uh to uh Tony Clark uh president of the players association daily and trout and and trout lindor are close so i wonder if those two or lindor at least saying how he hates the shift big player in the sport i wonder if in the next cba if they're gonna players are gonna want the shift to go away particularly the offensive players do you think when he mentions analytics do you think he's met talking did he single out the shift or are we just kind of narrowing it down to that well he was he talked about both things separately 
Okay. He was talking about how analytics are kind of ruining the game. And he talked about how uh, the shift is something that he just finds annoying. He said he just wants to be able to just hit and not have to worry about hitting out of the shift. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I, it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out with the new CBA, but I do think the player association needs to really come to come to the realization that things need to change from a viewership perspective. It's yeah. not always easy for the, the common fan, you know? Yeah. And you know me, you guys have the luxury of being American league of uh, being a, being a, f- a fan of an American league team. I'm a fan of a national league team and we got the no freaking DH this year. I think it all starts down to that. You bring on the universal DH and I'll be happy. They can do whatever the hell they want. As I agree long with as you. On, I agree with you on the universal DH. Point. I hate keep bringing up this, 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 uh, this uh, analogy, but it's, it's lit. You probably heard me say this a thousand times. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're gonna say. TJ, no designated hitter in the national league is like, if, if you were to tell me, you know, there's the AFC and the NFC. See, I always hated that rule. I always hated that. Like, well, that. listen, listen, teacher, listen, teacher. You know, let me hear, let me hear, let me hear. You know, there's the AFC and the NFC. Yes. Imagine if NFC teams were allowed to start um, 13 players instead of 12, and the AFC only got to start 12. It's like yeah, that. It's, it's unfair. Yeah. yeah. I understand yeah, what you're yeah. like three, four are wide receivers. The other yeah, team I never understood that. Two. Like, you know, I like with the NFC, AFC, I thought there was always a difference, right? But with the like with baseball, National American, I know there was always that difference. You know I what? Don't... Eastern Conference in the NBA, you guys get to start six players. Last <laughs> only get to start five. So I, I your analogy is iffy, but I agree with your overall cause. More offense for the other team is what I'm saying. No, it's and not to mention the players association should be in favor of because it employs an, a new full-time position. Yeah. Guys and like Nelson Cruz aren't waiting until play like in the NL. Two weeks yeah. to, JD Martinez, same thing. Mm-hmm. Marcelo Zuna, the Braves wanted him back. He wanted to make money. They were just like, screw it, but he should have been a DH. But uh, I just had a point. I was going to say, I forgot it. Jeez. It happens to me all the time. Right. What was I going to say? Ozuna, DH. We we're talking about before that. Uh, shift. No. Um, NFC, AFC. No. 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 <laughs> that suck. I don't know. Up yours. No, I forgot. Damn. While you're thinking of that thought, I got a, I got a question for both of you. Sure. So with last year's World Series with the Dodgers winning in Arlington, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it was in. Uh, yep. yep. Do you think the MLB should explore doing neutral stadiums for the World Series? It's an interesting aspect. Um. No, personally, no, because I kind of like where it's a different atmosphere, two games, different atmosphere, two, another two. I understand like you're saying with like Super Bowl, obviously that's a neutral, well, other than this year, but it's usually a neutral field. Right. Uh, but I like how baseball does it. I don't have a, too much of a gripe with it. Nate, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. And I think if they really want to make it interesting and make the all-star game more interesting, everyone's like, oh, the winner of the all-star game gets home field advantage. If they want to make it interesting – they could just be like the winner of the all-star game. Let's say it's a national league team. Let's say the national league team wins, wins the all-star game. National league hosts every game of the world series. <laughs> Besides maybe like the first. That's too much. That's too much. Nope. Too much. incentive, I guess. Huh? It's some serious incentive. But it makes nope. the players care more, I guess. It's too much. Way too much. Look at the pro bowl. Like that's the thing with like with the pro bowl. It's just useless. Yeah. Like pairs ACL or something, trying to like run out of bunt. So oh, he gets the best chance. The, but the All-Star that game... That reminds me used about to be the my only, point. Okay, the All-Star game used to be the only real 
the MLB yeah. All-Star game, people people usually try. I mean, the NBA they yeah. try to. The only one where yeah. they really that it's only one that 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 means anything. Correct. The rest are kind of yeah. just for um, for fun. They're there for fun. Yeah. yeah. What was yeah. your point? So my point was, you know how Braves pitcher, their only good pitcher who now only has one leg. You know how uh, uh, Mike Soroka of the Braves he tore his ACL last year, which never happens for pitchers. Yes. What I wonder. And I kind of wish that this happened. Maybe in an alternate universe, in the multiverse, there's some world where this actually happened. If he were, if this, this, if there was no DH last year, right? And if Soroka were to still tear his ACL, but if it was running out a ground ball or something like that off of hitting the ball and he tore his ACL running out to first base, would we, would there, would the universal DH be in effect today, if not weeks ago? Uh, no, I think this is just a, I don't think one injury will really have anything to do with it because there's been pitchers that have gotten hurt running the bases. I've seen that uh, numerous different times. Uh, for example, Stephen Wright in his career season, I can't remember what year it was. I always list this. Like 13 uh, or 14? Whatever it was. Uh, he was like poised to be an all-star. I think he was like 10 and 1. He had like a 270 ERA and he got hurt sliding into second base. And John Farrell got in a lot of trouble because everyone was like, well, why is he running? Like, why, <laughs> why didn't you pinch run him? Stuff like that. But I don't think the one injury is really going to make a difference. I don't know. I just feel like, unfortunately, yeah. I just feel like pitchers now haven't really hit like well over a year now. I feel like in the National League, I feel like there might be some more injuries for pitchers this time around this year. Yeah. Especially You're, with some of them saying, "Oh, I'm excited to hit. I love to hit." Uh, take, take, <laughs> take it down a notch. Don't honestly, if I were a pitcher, I would not give a damn about my offensive ability. I wouldn't care. You know what I would do? I just well, be out there to just sadly the people that are that are that are listening can't see what I'm about to, what I'm about to do, but if I were a pitcher, and if I were in the batter's box, I just stand straight, hold the bat like my shoulder, and just like straight. Nate, my God, put your shirt back on. Not care. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Nate, what if there's what if it's bases loaded, two outs, time what? runs of the play? What if what if pitcher's up and bases loaded here? What inning are we talking That's about? True. If it's later on in the game, they're going to be like pinch pinch hitter, please. There, what if it's a zero, zero game in the fourth? Uh, of course, we'll try, but I, I, I see. What you're, I see your point. I agree. With yeah. Your point. yeah, it's just uh, it's it's ridiculous to this point. Now it's 2021, and there's no universal DH. That's like saying it's 2021, and I don't know. TJ shrunk. It just if TJ would have just shrink a foot, it would just wouldn't make any sense. And that's what I'm at right now. We talking width or length? Both. Both. In uh, all right, so it might work out. Oh. Man. It might work out for me. <laughs> I believe it. He's just like, this is a W. <laughs> this is a W in some books, not in others. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Nate, you got any other uh, points? Uh, not really. No. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, we've been on for about an hour right now. Good show right here. Great show. Be careful. We hopped on. There we go. Don't Legendary. worry. It's under Legendary 60. Episode. It's under 60, yeah. <laughs> I know every episode right here. TJ, you big kid. Thank you for being on. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me, big kid. Always a pleasure. I'll see you. You what? I'll see you down the road for our show. Oh, yeah, you will. For sure. Marvel's movies and more. I'm excited. Pombo, thank you for being on. No problem. Thank you. Next time I see you will be when uh, TJ's buying us all beers. We see 1-800. We're still waiting for our Stella. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my $10 good man check from uh, TJ. I'm still waiting for my bottle of proper from you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to hand you that in person. I'm going to hand, oh, you that, hand that to me in person. All right. Go right. down on I one like knee it. and just hand it, hand it to you. All right. I like yeah. it. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for being on.
Thank you.